Welcome to the American Hard Enduro Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the 2021 season wrap-up podcast. Is that what we're calling this? Man, that's sad if this is into the season, but it feels like it. Yeah, so we have had a pretty adventurous, activity-filled two weeks, right? Yes, it has been. I'm coming down from the rush, back to the real world, recording this Wednesday after TKO, and it slapped me in the face. Yeah, I've gotten several messages about, hey, when are you guys putting out a podcast? When are you going to have more content? It's like, we're kind of in content overload right now, and trying to recover from what has been a very busy weekend. Well, and I just got over to Will's house where we're recording this, and his van is still loaded with everything. (laughs) From the weekend, so if that tells you anything. Luckily, my van only smells like gasoline right now and not sweaty, nasty, moldy riding gear. Well, and I went straight from TKO to a work conference in Chattanooga, so I left everything behind the RV in the enclosed trailer, and when I opened it up last night, (laughs) it was bad. So it was just baking in there? Oh, yeah. Well, it's been raining, so. Well, we'll get to that, but literally when TKO ended, it started sprinkling, they did the podium. Everyone got packed up and out of there, and it has not stopped raining in the Chattanooga, Knoxville, East Tennessee area since Sunday evening. I guess we had Tropical Storm Fred come through. Yes, I think we got two and a half inches, and like just seeing the pictures from the Mario and uh, Cody Clinic, oh my yeah. gosh, can it, you, it would have changed everything. Can you imagine had that hit at 24 hours earlier? No, it, I, oh, I wouldn't have been up, uh, able to get up the big hill, Sean's Hill at the, in the hot lab. I wonder what they would have taken out. I actually talked to Josh about it. He's driving back to Idaho, Josh Shecker, and he said they would have had to take that hill out. It would have been, I mean, there was dudes, there was two dudes stuck on it when I got there in the hot lap. Right. So, but we're getting way ahead. We also want to give a big shout out to SLM Racing, KTM of North Texas, because our bikes have been awesome this year. My one bike's got 74 hours on it. Where's yours at? I'm about 55 hours. All right. I've had zero issues out of one of my bikes. The other one that we were having all the trouble with, we got worked out, fixed. I will talk What'd about you do? that later. So it turns out that make it quick. You know I can't be quick. <laughs> the uh, the TPS sensor has to be in a certain range for the computer to figure everything out. Well, it turns out we could not get it in range within the computer spec. So I put I think Slavens was the one to come up with it an idle screw on it, which basically tilts the butterfly a little bit, mm. um, and it tricked the computer or made the computer think the TPS was where it should be fixed all of my problems. I thought there's no way it's going to happen. It made it work. So did you do a TPS report and get that turned in? I did. And I found my stapler. Good. All right. So we're going to back up. We never did an official battle of the goats. We did what a little quick recap with some interviews from battle of the goats. Yeah, we had some interviews and then I just kind of recapped, um, it was like five minutes. And so, and Tyler had sent me a message. He's like, Hey, you know, are y'all ever going to do a real battle of the goats? podcast so we'll just do a bunch of little ones yeah this may be a long one because we've got that we had after battle of the goats i took the week off work we had a bunch of guys staying in knoxville the boys the boys stayed in knoxville we had let's see three of the top four overall from battle of the goats stayed in knoxville we were riding with them plus a bunch of other dudes a bunch of dudes that were that made top 25 at not including drew and i because <laughs> we didn't make top 25 <laughs> no, battle of the goats was hard well, I, I meant for TKO, but... Oh, yes, that too. <laughs> yeah, so we had a bunch of dudes ride with us, so we'll talk about that. But first, let's talk about... Well, also, we want to thank Motolab Dirt Bike Suspension, Rob Cosler. 
Yes, and I have got to make a visit to him. That bike I said has 74 hours on it, has never had the suspension serviced, and yeah. I'm a little bit embarrassed. I talked to him about it this weekend, and I tried to get it in when it had like 60 hours, and he was headed to Michigan for the Michigan Six Days Enduro or something. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be getting torn apart. When I, It's still in the trailer. I haven't unloaded the bikes out of the trailer yet. Yeah, mine's still in my van, and maybe – I can take them down and you pick them up or vice versa. That sounds like a plan. Rob, we're coming to see you soon. Yeah, but so if you guys are in the Chattanooga area or anywhere for that matter, I know you can ship it in and Moto Lab will take care of you. For sure. So Tyler Moles Battle of the Goats at Brushy Mountain Motorsports Complex in Taylorsville, North Carolina, happened last weekend, and it pretty much featured all the best American riders. Yeah, and it, it was weird because of Romaniacs. They, they pushed it back a weekend battle the goats and so it was the week before tko which also helped get more guys in um and it was epic and then after tough like roar was so hard i think tyler kind of took the gloves off and threw some more stuff at us yeah he yeah he heard that tough like (laughs) roar was now the hardest (laughs) race in the u.s and he's like i'll fix that yeah and it was uh, honestly i didn't see the whole course i mean i made it to checkpoint three barely and then called it a day and it what we saw was good. The pros, it'd be interesting to see how many pros finished two full laps. You could probably look at that and tell me. I don't have the oh, I'll official think, I'll, battle against. I have the results pulled up, but I don't. They're just in the uh, the overall pro championship for the AMA Kenda Extreme Enduro Championship, round 10. Um, I'm showing eight riders did two full laps. With okay. Quinn Winsel, is either Quinn, no, it was Logan Ballapew, was the last rider to finish. I think he came over with like. 30 seconds left. Well, and Quinn, it was it was a big question whether or not how injured Quinn was. So we were all back at the uh, the start area or the finish area waiting for Quinn to get back, and including his mom, Diane. She was worried to death. There had been rumors floating around that he was badly injured. Yeah. We thought he – I'd heard he got a foot. Um, he was still good. The biggest problem was he was out of gas, and so they were trying to find gas. And he him. was smoked. Yeah, and he was dying. But like was, the rest of us. Oh, man. It was, it was hot, so – Battle of the Goats last year for the first year went to a two-day event, Saturday prologue, and then everyone who makes it, I can't remember the number, maybe 175? Yeah, I think you had to make two laps. Yeah, you just had to finish. Excuse me, you just had to finish. Was it about a three-mile course, four-mile course? Yeah, three to four-mile course. You just had to finish two laps on that, and then anyone who could do that within the allotted time moved on to Sunday. Tyler said, hey, if you can finish this, I'm going to let you have a shot at it. So in years past, he just had one one race with – splits for the pro and the a guys and a lot of guys wanted to run it all so he said all right we'll do a little prologue you finish this you're worthy into the main event and i think some guys got got more than they wanted well and in, in, in the i think we're still talking about the the prologue um sure. it, it kind of had three sections it had the enduro cross track <laughs> yes that the, had the enduro cross track what chicken fight hill chicken fight hole chicken fight hole it may have been hill and then the rocky uphill creek that was a little bit slick Oh, Graham's Ravine or Graham's Gulch, yes. Yeah. So the, and I remember the first year we ran this, that we ran it, yeah. was in the hurricane. And they that was the hardest part of the entire course. And we rode up it like it was nothing in the hot lap prologue qualifying. Yeah, I was looking back on that, and I disagree. I think you disagree? That, remember where we met Jarrett in that, up in that hill? Yeah, but that was the second year. Okay, so that wasn't in the first no, year. No, the first year, the, as soon as you made it out of that gulch, you went right back to the bottom. Because they cut the course in half the first year because uh, it was so wet. So that was good the call. Year. Okay. I have a little bit of a memory. Well, my memory is shot, apparently. (laughs) All right, so really those three sections and then 
good single track trail in between, you know, some kind of hard stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was for the top guys, I think it was like a 15-minute lap. Yeah, sounds about right. I've, it, there's been so much happened since then. Sorry for not being a little more detailed. Right. So, skip to Sunday. Um, Props to Tyler. 8 a.m. start on Sunday, six-hour race. So Clicked it right off on time. On time. And, again, you know, we're racing until 2 o'clock, but that gives us time to get done, get packed up. And, and it's not so home. freaking hot when you start. That also, helps. Yeah, also a good point. It's it's nice to start out and your goggles aren't immediately full of sweat. Yeah, no doubt. But so let's back up before we go to Sunday. Saturday was so dry, so dusty. Oh yeah. And we just kept saying, Oh, we could use a little rain, but not a little so rain. much. And we so we got there. I think I got there Friday. You got there did you get there Friday? Friday. Late? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think so, so anyway. So we walked a bunch of stuff and someone's like, You need to go look at this hill called Little Romaniacs. And apparently we came down it one year and I have no recollection. Oh, I remember coming down it. But it's one of those hills that you're standing on Jeep Road looking straight up and like, you can't see the top. You yeah. think maybe you can see the top, but Mm-mm. I was like, this is going to end some people's days. And if it, ra- Mine. <laughs> if it rains, foreshadowing, there may be no getting up. And below it, like we're standing on this roadbed, below it was like, you had to do this off camber that had no lines burn in. And if it rained, I was like, I may not get up to the roadbed. And what did it do? Uh, it, it rained about, okay. Saturday we did the prologue. Yep. It was dry. It was dusty. It was well, nasty. Amazing traction. I could do stuff I didn't think I. And could I was get. I was actually in Nick Ferringer's van talking to him about Romaniacs. What were y'all doing in there? We were talking about Romaniacs. Uh-huh. Did he have clothes on? He put clothes on. Okay, just checking. And then um, it just started sprinkling. Uh, well, oh, so we gently. heard the thunder for a long time. Yeah, and then Drew and I, I think we went and got generator gas. Yeah, and it just opened up. We kept saying, all right, we're good. If we just have 10 more minutes, like maybe 20, 30 minutes of this, it would be awesome. Three hours later. It rained for two and a half hours. Hard. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say it rained three inches. I have no official documentation of that. It was one of those, like at first it was good. It was absorbing it. And then the more it rained, the more you saw like the rivers running down the road. And, and Blake took a shower under his awning. Yes. Because it was raining so hard. Yeah, it was, it was quite entertaining to see him out there soaping up in the absolute downpour. Right. So, we thought that was going to just destroy the course on Sunday. We really did. But, it wasn't that bad. No, it, well, I mean, it was bad. <laughs> but, it did not make it unrideable, I think. It, it was like the top layer was pretty muddy, yep. but you got down to that dust pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. And I think it almost made it chunk up more and made it rougher. Does that make sense? I would agree. So some of those hills that you you thought there would be kind of a smooth line, there were no smooth lines. It was just really, really rough. Yeah, and it... What I'm saying probably didn't make any sense. No, but it, it was hard. Um, I mean, it, Tyler made it hard. There was the usual, like, Delua's Bypass. Um, AHE Waterfall. Chicken Fight Hole, which was in the prologue. Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders was super easy this year, uh, super, I thought. Well, I mean, we've ridden it enough now that we know the AHE Waterfall. So my first encounter with Battle of the Bees was <laughs> at the top of the AHE Waterfall. And he added this section above it. Like, we, we used to do a couple of pivot turns and get out of there. Now you kind of ease up the creek, nothing major. But then you have to do this right turn across the creek and go up like 40, 50 feet. Mm-hmm. And I was with Chance Baker at this point. Him and I got up the waterfall, the lower part together, and he just went right up it. And I'm like, I just had a trouble. I didn't make it. Turned around, came back down. Didn't make it again. Well, all of a sudden, I can't remember what rider pulls up. I don't make it. I'm sliding down on my butt. I have my left arm out. I 
I'm thinking I'm good. And all of a sudden my bike comes and just lands on my arm. And I'm like, this is it. I'm done. So luckily, I think Quinn Dickey, maybe is his name. He's an A-rider. Super nice guy. Big guy. Ran up there. Pulled my bike off of me. Figured out that was okay. So at that point, he says, ow. I said, what was it? He goes, I just got stung by a bee. Mm. And so where you had to go back and turn around, there was a log. And I'd been putting my foot right on that log to get set. So you started it. I, I, somebody did, but so I went down there and it's amazing how motivated you can get to get up a hill when there's bees taking <laughs> you. So that was my first encounter. Well, at the, at the same spot, I went up the, I, I, I didn't look far enough ahead. So I kind of went halfway up the hill, turned left. Oh man. And then I got over to the left and tried to pivot back to the right, ended up in a pickle and Jarrett Moan followed me into the same spot. Oh, good friend you are. Yeah. So we ended up stuck there, went back down and another guy pulled up. I'm sorry, I don't remember who you were, but he kind of fell over in the beehive, was getting stung. Holy cow. So I had to go down there to pivot back around. And when I did that, I was probably within 15 feet of the beehive, and they got me. Yeah. So I think I got probably eight or ten stings. And it was Nick Dukovic, and he was there because, again, Chance left me. I think JoJo was there. He, he was gone. Nick got there, and he said – he got stung a couple times. He said, man, I'm allergic to these. That's and not I, good. No, he goes – well, as long as they don't get me in the neck and the head. And I'm just thinking, they're everywhere. They stung me on the back of the neck. And, and oddly enough, those hurt the least or, or hurt long-term the least of any of the stings I got. I don't know if there's fewer nerve endings on your neck or what. I got one under my armpit and it hurt <laughs> for days. And I actually got stung there the next week almost in the same spot. So anyway, we got up that, got motivated, and it was actually pretty gnarly above that. You had to do a couple more switchback pivot turns yep. after that. <laughs> That's that's where I was riding along. I, I made it up the hill. Then I kind of waited for Jarrett. Jarrett made it up the hill, and then we were going along, and, and I just hear yelling and screaming behind me. So I stop, turn around, look, and Jarrett is tumbling down the hill. Oh, no. Like full-on Chris Farley, whatever <laughs> movie that was. Yep. And um, so I throw my bike down and run back, and luckily a tree caught Jarrett by the ribs. Like he, he was that luckily? Are you sure? <laughs> that, I said it, I don't know, facetiously. Okay. okay. So I'm like, do you need a medic is all I could think to say. And he was like, no. And he was just kind of grumbling and, and whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if I can help you. I'm too weak right now. He's like, go on. Oh, and this was still at that same hill? Yeah. Well, it was above the hill. Oh, okay. okay. Where it got super yep. off camber. It was kind of benched in. Yep. And he just fell off. So we got up there, and then you get kind of to the highest point, and you have to go off camber back down towards the old trail. Yeah. And uh, Ronnie Vina, A-rider, he I don't know what happened. He washed the front end out. And so his bike was laying kind of in the trail. Well, Nick Dudukovich, thinking he's superhero, mm-hmm. well, it, it was, he was slowly trying to go around him. Well, his foot peg or something hooked Ronnie's rear fender. Falls over on top of Ronnie. His bike <laughs> and him fall over on top of Ronnie. And uh, it was just, you know, one of those sorry bro moments. And I I was like, should I just go around both of them? And I was like, y'all just get your stuff together. I'm going to take a break. Yeah, sometimes that's necessary. Yeah, but so, but I don't even know where else to go. So I guess Chance and I spent most of the day together. Some with JoJo. Chance Baker. Chance Baker, the horsepower maker. Um, <laughs> him on the Sherka. But anyway, we got to, we were... I, Every, I thought I was in Hell's Hollow, and I was like, man, I'm already to Hell's Hollow. This is awesome. No. And we're just going up this thing. I'm like, I swear we came into it differently, and we keep going. We keep going. The next thing I know, we're at the bottom section of Little Romaniacs. Yep. And it was – I made actually a pass on a guy on a TM, Ryan – I don't know how to say his last name, Gajiva, maybe. Let's go with that. 
and then past Chance, and then we got up there, and JoJo was up there trying to push out. And I think me, JoJo, and Chance helped each other on that off-camber to get up to the Jeep Road. Right. Yeah. So and, then, and that's that's probably when I pulled up to the midsection of Little Romaniacs, when y'all were halfway up. I could see y'all up there. I was well, at we the were even, we were. Was this when we were on the road better, up on the Little Romaniacs hill? Up there. On the hill. Okay, so we this was just the bottom. So okay, we get up there, sorry. and we're there. Chuck DeLula, DeLula Racing Team's there. They're all yelling. Um, Cody's mechanic, Tristan's mechanic, or I don't think Robbie was there. But anyway, needless to say, that's where we were going to get lapped. So I was the last one to start of the three of us. So I needed to get back in the main line. I hear something coming. I kind of push out of the way. Here comes Tristan, and he is on the gas. And apparently him and Ryder and maybe Cody. One. No, on not, not Cody. They went straight to the top, like up that gut. They didn't turn left and side hill over. Apparently, Tristan ghost rode his bike very violently over the top of that. Yep. And everybody was like, oh, my God, his, he's done. Yeah. And then Ryder came over and ghost rode his bike very gently. Yep. Just kind of laid it over. Yeah. So here comes Tristan. Well, I threw my bike down, trying to get out of the way. And I was like, I'm going to go help him because I'm in the way. He turned left and went above me. Don't touch my bike, Drew. And kept going. Went <laughs> over the log and out. And I was like... Huh. And so then it was just impressive. So obviously we were waiting on Cody. The the crowd had said it was Tristan, Cody, and then Ryder was kind of the running order at that moment. So Tristan comes by, we get on up the hill. People are just trying the upper part of Little Romaniacs over and over. I didn't want to get in the way and try it when those guys are coming. So I think I tried it a couple times. Ended up flipping my bike upside down against a tree, which was amazing. Patsy was not there to get a picture. That's when you got way on up there, right? Uh, no, that was just that oh, was down just at the, the bottom. Trying okay. to get out of that root ball hole, and once you could get above that, then that's when you started the zigzagging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, got back down. Cody showed up, made it. Ryder showed up, and then Ryder kind of inspired me to hit it way harder and with way more throttle and clutch. Um, and of course, he made it. He got three quarters of the way, reset, and then made it the rest of the way. It was impressive. So once you reset and hit it harder, how far up did you make it? So I made it out of the big. You went kind of up, and then you went up to the right, dropped down, and I actually dropped down and stopped and put it in second gear, a wide open, and then made it up above where I flipped it upside down. There's like one tree if you could get up above, you could reset. Yeah. Um, and then there was this rock you kind of backed up to, and then there was a beehive, Jackson's beehive, on a rock. And you had to go around it, and it had gotten rutted out. And Russell Loudermilk actually caught us there. Um, but me, JoJo, and Jarrett Moan had actually caught us at this point, helped mm-hmm. each other to get above that. And then once I got above that and got them up, that was where Ryder did this big sweeper and went way high and then up to the last rock section. And I got really far up there and was able to get out. Nice. Well, my day didn't go so good there. I made several attempts ended up basically taking all my clothes off except for my my you know bottom part of my torso <laughs> was this while attempting or in between attempts between attempts okay you know tried to cool down a bit i think this was after i made it i feel like i made it a good one third up the hill and i got to a certain spot where i was helping some guys and then they didn't help me back and uh, I got very frustrating. I got pissed and i was like i'm going to the bottom and i'm going to show them what's up i'm going to blow by them. this could be amazing <laughs> I never made it back that far up. <laughs> well, well, what's funny is um, I don't know the guy's name. We rode back and forth, and when I did that last big like sweeping S turn, I kind of ran over part of his bike. But he, I, he, I said I'm going to try to get as close as I can. He said, "Do whatever you want." So then I made it. I looked back around. 
got up to this rock thing and then my bike fell over on top of a rock. That's the picture, Patsy got me upside down. I'm sitting on the rock having like life thoughts. <laughs> I look down in the dirt and I'm like, there's a piece of plastic here and I like dust it off. It was Cody Webb's heart rate monitor. <laughs> like the part that clips onto the strap. Give it back to him? I actually gave it to Patsy and then we found out later and they were like, Cody Webb lost it. So we ended up giving him his heart rate monitor back. That's random. Um, so then the whole point of the story, the guy that I kind of bounced off of gets up below me and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get up this last little rocky spot. And he goes, all right, man, I'll help you if you swear you will not leave me and you will help me. And I'm like, have people been doing that? Like, I need you to sign a contract. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So, of course, he helped me. I helped him. And then we went on our merry way. And it was, it was good to get to the top of that hill. And then I went down. And then I was at the bottom of – it was the hill that you and I met on last year when Cody and Tristan okay. lapped us. Yep. And it was the hill below Milk Run. And in my head, we'd been out there three and a half hours. Jarrett and I are goofing off together. I'm like, I'm quitting. I'm done. The next checkpoint is the top of Hell's Hollow. I don't think I can make it. So Jarrett and I get to the top. We ride all the way to the bottom of the mountain. Back to the van? Back to Actually, back to the starting line because my wife was there talking to uh, Tyler. And Tyler said, dude, there's a checkpoint at the top of Milk Run. Nice. And I'm like, we were right there below it. So long story short, I convinced Jarrett to go back up there. And then we proceeded to see Jojo, Russell Loudermilk, Keith Curtis lapped us there. We helped him get up it. And I was trying to get as far up as I could, so I was just taking shots at it. Jarrett got up and started the pushing process. He ended up beating me by 10 minutes because of that. I just was <laughs> – so I lost like – we lost a good 10 spots just goofing off. But it was fun. It was good. Honestly, it's the best he's ever done there. And it's it was fun to just ride with him and Chance and some of the guys. Shamefully, I don't think Jarrett's ever beat me at Battle of Goats until now. Yeah, you you had made a point to tell him that a few times. So <laughs> you know, to eat a little crow, and I can't. Uh, so. Well, he he's young. Yeah, we'll give it that. Right. So, but that was that was my battle of goats. I ended at check three, called it a day. Um, it was an awesome event. The weather was great on Sunday after that rain on Saturday night. Um, it was beautiful and sunny and hot all day. Yeah, and you you probably if you didn't know already, just from what Drew's been saying, Tristan Hart took the win. By quite a bit. Yeah, which over, also, I think it was 16 minutes or 13 minutes. Over Cody Webb, and then I think another, like, 12 minutes or so back was Ryder LeBlanc. Yeah. He rode really awesome. Yeah, and, and um, Colton Haker was not there. He's got Lyme disease, potentially, so he missed Battle of the Ghost. Yeah, I think he's got the very beginning stages of it, so hopefully that's taken care of, and he's fine for Enduro Cross. Yeah. Will Reardon, fourth place. Yeah, that was a great ride by Will. He, he We got a good interview with him, which – we did Will threw up in the last podcast. It was good to hear him. You know, I threw up in the last podcast. <laughs> you threw up on the last podcast. I got you. Um, right. Keith Curtis got fifth. Uh, big ups to that guy. He he was podium last year. Um, yeah, I think second over second or third last year. I think it was third. And then uh, Jordan Ashburn, the GNCC KDX Man. kid. So when Jordan came by us, he was in fifth place. No one was close. Keith had to be 30, 40 minutes behind him, and Jordan said he just hit a wall. He got smoked. Yeah, and it was either Hell's Hollow or there was some gnarly off-camera that we never saw that he's like, I died on. Then we got Quinn, Winsel, Logan Ballapieu, and then those are the only guys that make two laps. Then yep. after that, Danny Lewis, Nick Farringer, Brandon Petrie, and James Flynn, then Cooper Abbott, uh, and, and these are just the pro guys. There may be an yeah. a, a guy mixed in there. I, I apologize if, if somebody scored well, better. Well, I think Jared Lamb jumped up there. Jared Lamb. He's been uh, he's been crushing it. He made uh, – I think he did a full lap. Check for Yeah, he did a full lap. So that would have put him up. Yeah, he's going to have to move up. That would put him Pretty up sure there. He would have put him above Ricky Russell. So I would have put him in 18th. Okay. Um, excuse me, put him in 19th. Ricky was, was 19th. But it was – 
Yeah, it was hard. Any Anything else you want to say about Battle of the Goats before we wrap this thing up? No, thank you, Tyler. It was a great event. Thank you, everyone who helped. They had a lot of guys out there working tons of water. At, you know, it's always at these events. I ran out of water uh, at the bottom of Little Romaniacs, refilled my Camelback, which saved me. Okay, so I didn't race Tough Like Roar. I think it's a pretty big consensus that Tough Like Roar and Battle of the Goats are now the hardest U.S. races. We didn't race Silver Mountain. I've heard that one's tough, too. Yeah. Between Battle of the Goats and Tough Like Roar, which one's harder? I, I honestly thought Tough Like Roar was harder because it was just relentless. Don't, don't say that. Tyler's going to kill us. Big rocks. And, but I had more fun at Battle of the Goats, so I'm basing it on that, I think. It was like, ah, eh, Battle of the Goats was enjoyable. And again, I didn't even get to Hell's Hollow. So, and I didn't finish the whole loop at Tough Like Roar. So, um, it, it was cool. Tyler did take out a couple sections on the first lap that they added on the second lap um, to kind of move things around. That, that was really good, especially off this, the beginning because yeah, it, it eliminated that bottleneck. Yep. Although, I got to the top of Chicken Fight Hole and then the, the hill up above Chicken Fight Hole, and I turned up that hill because I thought that's where the trail went. A bunch of people did. Luckily, um, Paul Reardon, Will's dad, was there pointing it straight because <laughs> – I will say one thing Tyler did not do is even on the prologue, he they didn't put ribbons cutting off the trail, yeah. and there'd be an orange arrow and a blue arrow. Um, but so there was a little confusion. I'm there. not smart enough to follow colored arrows apparently. Well, but the orange arrow was turning up the hill at that one. There should have been a ribbon across it. Okay. So that was not even. No, Battle Goat's awesome. Had fun. Always good. I mean, it cost me at least ten seconds. <laughs> that was it. That was yeah. what it was for a six-hour race. Yeah, for a six-hour race. So. Then I couldn't make it up a hill. Yeah. It is a bad hill. <laughs> well, and I could see if there was no one around to help. Yeah, I got stuck with nobody to help. And yeah. it, it, let's let's move on. I'm sick of talking about that one. Fair enough. All right, so then we make our way back to Knoxville. Yep, Sunday night. Rest day, Monday, slash work day. Yeah, I, I actually did not. I, I had to go work a little bit. I had a couple issues. I had to go. And then you had some... You had Robbie stay with you? Yeah, so Tristan's mechanic, Robbie Goolsby, was staying at the house. Um, so when I get home from working Monday... He's got the KTM Sprinter van with everything out of it in my yard. Nice. And I'm like, I'll take this. I'll take yeah. that. He's like, you can't have any. Give of me it. those. Yep, I'll take that. But, you know, he's got three motorcycles. It was Taylor Roberts' bike, Tristan's race bike, Tristan's practice bike. Um, and then, of course, he has everything set up. UPS shows up early. I'm like, they never come this early. They give me this package that looks like really nice guns, and it's <laughs> Ryder, Ryder LeBlanc's suspension. Okay. Um, so him and Chuck come over. We're sitting there kind of talking because they were in town, and the skies just open up. And so we throw up the big 10 by 20 KTM Easy up over everything that Robbie's got scattered throughout my yard. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was pretty cool. I had Robbie stay there Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. So then Tuesday morning we met at our local riding area Yep. and hit a trail that is amazing. We call it the Grotto. Yeah, and it has changed um, it, tremendously we had a flash flood about a month ago yep and it totally re just redid our trail which is awesome well it was great from us because i was worried like in this area we had to park in a different area tristan wanted to go to where we'd taken him before and i was like we'll do that tomorrow so we rode tuesday wednesday tuesday we show up and i'm like hey if, if it's not hard enough we'll go find other stuff so who all we had tuesday we had tristan me you obviously yep jackson davis right at leblon yep Chuck DeLula. Chuck DeLula. He actually got on a motorcycle and still made it up one well, place. Well, apparently he, he he trains. He just doesn't race. Yeah, he does. Okay, then we had uh, Brandon Petrie. Yep. Will Reardon. Will Reardon. Tristan. Tristan Hart. So, I mean, it was like pretty pretty much an all-star cast. Yeah, it, it was it was good. 
And then the next day we lost um, Chuck. And Jackson. And Jackson. But we gained Cooper, Abbott, and um, – James Flint. Theodore Kebekchev. Yep. Oh, Ooh, good. He did it. Yeah. Yes. So t- I had Theodore's bike, and he actually got in town, but his bike wasn't ready. So he spent Tuesday working on his bike. He shows up. I get a call from my wife. The house cleaner's there. She said there is some man outside <laughs> wanting his motorcycle. There's a, a tall foreigner. <laughs> yes. So Robbie had gone to get lunch or something, and Theodore showed up, and he didn't have any way to communicate. No. We got him hooked up. And he, he could speak English. Up. Yeah, he could speak very good. But he didn't have um, data on his phone, and he didn't have Robbie's number. So At least he had your address. Yeah, he, he did get to the house. So long story short, it all worked out, and we had him on Tuesday. But no, so we went up, and we didn't even make it to what we call the grotto. They started on some hill climbs that were just I had one hill that we called impossible. Nick had been up at once, so we sent Nick Tristan Ferringer. up. It. Nick Ferringer. We sent Tristan up it. He didn't come back down. He's like, hey, he's turned around, come back down. Next thing we know, he's going across a cliff with probably a twenty foot drop. I posted it on our Instagram page, yeah. so you, you probably saw Tristan do it and then he there's like a handle pass around a tree and then Ryder comes up. Yeah, and so all of them just did it. And it's like Will and I looked at each other like, well, I guess we got a new trail. New trail. And I'm scared of it. So but We still haven't ridden it. No, we still haven't ridden it. We got a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But so after that, we ended up at the grotto. And it was awesome because this flash flood, I don't know if anyone's seen the aftermath. It's the first time I've ever seen the devastation and the amount of rocks and trees it moves. And it's I also put this one on Instagram. It's where Jackson Davis crosses the big rock and then turn around to the little cliff section. and. Yep. The guys are doing trials moves up a kind of elevated rock bridge and over never, a waterfall. Never been that way because it was so big we couldn't get there. And well, just, and there were so many trees down before that yeah, are now gone. They just disappeared. So it, it was really cool. So it was like riding the trail for the first time for us. And like a lot of the lines we used to take weren't there anymore. Now it's awesome. Yeah. Now it, and it's just all it's like a whole new trail. So they enjoyed it. We ended up. I will say those guys drank all their water very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it, Tristan's. He's the best. He's like, hey, guys, anybody got any water? Anybody got any water? <laughs> and the next day, we hid waters in our bikes, and they still drank all their waters and drank our hidden waters. Yeah, it's a good time. So but no, so that was – it just opened my eyes as to what those guys can really do. Yeah, we knew, but just to have it reaffirmed and to watch them kind of play off of each other, yeah. um, Ryder and Tristan particularly were – kind of playing cat and mouse absolutely well and then on and on wednesday anything you can do i can do better or at least try right well and then i was taking them to this little play hill climb tuesday let's see wednesday morning you had to work you showed up late and then you had teodor into it which he is in that league of tristan and Ryder. yeah so on tuesday i was taking them to this new hill climb that i thought would be good we didn't even make it there and they were going (laughs) up something that was way steeper and way harder tristan makes it three quarters of the way up gets off his bike moves some logs and they spent 45 minutes there on that hill Yes. Second gear wide open. They really don't care about our trails. No. That's what it's so uh Theodore told me, he said, When I train with people, I tell them, take me somewhere you think is impossible. I train there. Right. And that was and really then, about what? They don't want a trail ride. They want to go do impossible. And stuff. then they make that area their play area. Yeah. So but so it was awesome. We were fortunate. Um great to have them. We're lucky to have somewhere to take them. And they actually went back and rode again on Thursday. I was backing up to go to TKO. I heard that Will Reardon stepped it up on Thursday. Holy cow. Apparently they were trying to do something that was nearly impossible. And Tristan looked at them all and said, boys, we got to ghost ride it. And I said, <laughs> them, why didn't you look at him and say, we got to pay for parts. You don't. Right. So, but uh, yeah, Reardon stepped up his ghost riding immensely. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I don't need any help with that. 
we're, we're actually maybe we're just not trying hard enough because we don't do that a lot uh, I've, uh, I've done it several times <laughs> <laughs> all right so that ended what was an awesome week and i packed up thursday morning i had a bunch of work to do because normally my bike and everything is all ready by like tuesday but we were riding so we headed down thursday you came down did you come down thursday night Late. I did. I got there at like 1030 Thursday night and everything was just jammed in there and couldn't find a place to park. We couldn't even get Will's camper into where he's supposed to be because there were so many people jammed in around us. So he just jammed in somewhere else. Yep. <laughs> and was stuck there all weekend right by the smoker. Right by a huge contractor generator. Oh, man. He turned it off at night. But, man, it was, again, starting Thursday. We got there. There was five semis. Plus, Sherco's big rig of, like, it was actually kind of cool because they've got not a full semi, but they've got two big, like a big fifth wheel and then a big stacker trailer that has tents off of them that make... Tent City. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, Did you see that little, like, 125 or... Yeah, I think it's a 50. It's a 50... It's a 50cc motor. What is that? I don't know. Something weird. It looked fun. Yeah. It's got little supermoto-looking tires on it. Right. Kind of off-roady supermoto tires. So, we were going to try to do a podcast like we did last year, every year. And it was so crazy and so busy at TKO. We didn't even and interview. And so no service. Yeah. So, yeah, we could not get the one we did on Saturday, Friday afternoon posted. We'll throw that on right now. Sounds good. What's up, guys? Welcome to the TKO pre-race podcast is that what this is i mean we've been racing so maybe the post first prologue hot lap podcast it's definitely day one at the 2021 tennessee knockout at the trials training center in sequatchie tennessee and it is way different it is way different why is it different drew there's so many big names here so many semis and the course is totally different so this is a round of the hard enduro world championship Yes, it is. The W-E-C-W-C? W-H-E Hard Enduro World Championship. Yep. So, this is kind of what we've been waiting for for, what, three years? Well, we thought it was going to be last year, and obviously COVID ruined it. Mm -hmm. So, now we finally got it, and it was very last minute. Within, like, the last two weeks, right after Romaniacs, they shipped things over here. The Europeans' bikes did not have motors in them because they were trying to get clear of customs today. So last I heard, they were clear of customs, waiting on a mechanic for KTM to. Sorry for the technical difficulties. To pick them up. So anyway, it, it's crazy. We've been out doing some track walk. We're trying to figure out where the course goes. There, that fixed it. Don't touch anything okay. ever again. <laughs> um, but no, we table. saw, let's see, who all did we see today? We saw Manny Lembeckler. We saw. Alfredo Gomez, Billy, Billy Bolt. Bolt, Michael Walkner. Uh, we've seen Johnny Walker walking I, around. I haven't seen Johnny Walker. I've seen him once riding a bicycle. Um, I heard Taddy was here. I saw Taddy. I said hello to Taddy. He, I didn't see him out walking. I saw him behind the gas gas rig. I um, saw uh, Manny's dad. Letty. Big Letty. Big yeah. Letty. And then I've seen Mario Ramon. I've seen Wade Young from a distance. I've seen Alfredo Gomez up close. Yep. And his sister. And his sister. I didn't know she was here. Well, I'm assuming that was Sandra. Gomez, okay. but I could be wrong. Well, I would I'd probably be a good I mean, bet. It, she looked like a good dirt bike rider. Oh, well, she's probably better than both of us. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I think she's. I mean, I'm not saying anything about us. Whatever. But anyway, so it's crazy. It's packed. We got here 
I got here around two o'clock on Thursday. We're recording this Friday evening. Um, you got here about 24 hours ago on Thursday evening. Yeah, about 10:30 last night. Yeah, and so it's been crazy. I cannot believe how crowded it is already. Yeah, on Friday. So today was the prologue for the amateurs, the yep. non-prequalified riders mm-hmm. um, that, that that aren't prequalified into Sunday. We're trying to fix this. Sorry, yep. guys. I was holding my microphone, and it just decided to be mad at me. Yeah. Hopefully, I can edit this out. Nope, Boom. there we go. There it is. I don't know what did it. But All right, I'm not moving from now on. Okay. All right. So, how many racers raced today? I think I saw 481. Holy I could moly. be wrong. And we just saw results. I don't have the total results. I just kind of have the top, like, 30 from each race. And it was hard to differentiate because – they had, like Will said, the non-pre-qualified people were in three rounds. They went at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 4 o'clock. Then all the pre-qualified guys that went into the second race on Saturday went at 5 o'clock. Um, so then the way they posted the results, it was basically like overall Saturday morning race and then the top pre-qualified people for the Saturday afternoon race. Um, so they didn't have the combined scores. Um, so the guy who actually was fastest – of the non-pre-qualified would have been third fastest of the pre-qualified guys. So a guy named Jarrett Lamb. Oh, yeah. Jarrett Lamb. He's fast. He's super fast. And then the fastest pre-qualified was JoJo Tool. JoJo Tool with a three-minute and 30-second. It was exactly a one-mile loop. I reset my odometer, and uh, it made it exactly one mile. That's what my watch said was 1.00. Yeah, I couldn't believe how accurate it was. Um so, yeah, JoJo Tool did that in three minutes and 30 seconds. Second was Jackson Davis with a three-minute and 36-second lap. Wow. So, JoJo got in by six seconds. Six seconds. And when I saw JoJo, he looked good. And Jackson went right in front of me. I actually went second. And Leah said he was on the gas, like, moving. Well, I was – I don't know if you saw where I was, but it was right there at that log that we squeezed on the left side. Did not see you. And I was then, trying not to look at anything but where I needed to be and going. And then you went another – let's say quarter of a mile or probably less than that tenth of a mile then you did a u-turn down mm-hmm. into the creek and you came back yep so when you when jackson went by that log okay you were exactly 30 seconds behind him oh so i was good then and then when you came by me on the lower side you were exactly 36 seconds behind him. oh there were six seconds lost that was and, before i bobbled and then you bobbled which yep. had to cost you another five to ten seconds well i think my time was a three minute and 51 seconds so i mean i lost more time i don't know if it was grass track after that or i was blown up but what was crazy i think i was 15th fastest shelby turner was 16th right behind me with a three minute and 53 second lap and shout out to our boy travis wilson i think he was six overall with let me see what he ended up with he wasn't far he wasn't far off uh travis wilson six? at 346 Travis has got some hair scramble speed, yeah, can't, apparently. Hey, let's just say that. He can't do hard enduro. He's got hair scramble <laughs> speed. He does have a torn bicep. He hadn't been riding, so. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Talking about you, Chuck. Chuck DeLula of the uh, DeLulo racing team and his lovely wife, Shelly, just drove down to their camper. I think everyone's starting to wind down. We're recording this at 8.50 in the p.m. Yeah, it's, it's kind of been a long day. Um, We're trying to squeeze it in. I didn't sleep last night very no, well. I, was like, I woke up at 3.50 central time which is 450 our time and if i was the first one awake out moving for like a good couple hours it was lonely and we we talked about the euros and the south africans and the 
I don't know wherever else. Great guys Britain Tinians. Yeah. Oh, we got a Bulgarian. Oh yeah. Theodore. Theo? Theodore Kabekchev. Kabekchev is that? Kabekchev. Yep. Let's talk about some of the Americans that are here. No, oh, we haven't really. Well, these guys haven't raced. We've seen them like Cody Webb's here, Tristan Hart's here. Who else you got? Mitch Carvall's here. Mitch Carvall. We're looking at him unloading. He's coming to uh, do something. He's doing some damage, I think, this weekend. Yeah, he's been riding a lot. He's been riding a lot, he said, working at Hard Enduro Outfitters. If you guys need any parts for your Churka or anything else you got, yeah, he's, he's got, got parts for you. Topar, Kenda, all the good stuff. Yep. And he also has a big load of X-Grip bibs. He said they're kind of like a Nitro Moose plushie. Nice. Um, so he said they're good. I haven't tried one yet. He's going to give me one to try. I'm going to take it home with me. I think <laughs> I heard he was giving us four. Oh, four, even better. <laughs> Maybe one each. I don't know. Maybe two each. Two each. I like it. Uh, anyway, just joking. We love Mitch. Yeah, Mitch can hear us, so that's why we're giving him a hard time. Yeah, he's right next to us. All right, so what are we going to talk about? I mean, let's just let's keep going. Nick Faringer's here. Yep, Nick Faringer's here. Quinn's here. Quinn's here. Quinn, Quinn Winsel. Winsel's here. Uh, Colton Haker is not here. He's got the Lyme disease. Max Gearston is here. Max Gearston and his lovely girlfriend Melissa. Yep. yep. What was that look for? I don't know. You gave me, I just said lovely girlfriend. Um, who out? What? Sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. Who, who are the other Shirker riders? Uh, we got Pat Smaji. Smaji's here. Smaji's here. Farringer's here. You said him. We obviously said Goaty Webb. Um, we got a bunch of people. We got a Beta Factory tip. I heard. Uh, excuse me. Beta Factory rig. Thorn Devlin is here. I heard. Thorn. Yep. He's straight been racing. From PA. Yeah, straight from PA. He did so much better at Tough Like Aurora. I was so proud of him. So he's in it. Um, there's another kid riding under the beta tent, Mason Rutledge. Okay. I think I said that right. Where's he from? Uh, I do not know. I could probably look at the results, but I can't. Mitch is still running around like a crazy person. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, seriously, Mitch. So, um, he's got an intense bicycle. Hey, whoa. He's coming by. It's intense. Yeah. Intense. It's, it's the. Uh, all right, so let's look at the results from, I guess, the non-pre-qualified people. Okay. And we got the Jared, Lam- Jared Lamb that we talked about. Daniel Anderson got second. What was Actually, it? Actually, hold what on. their times? Hold on. I stand corrected. The overall winner yeah. from the non-pre-qualified people, mm-hmm. it just has a transponder number, so it wasn't associated or it, it did not get attached to a person's name. That was a 338.5. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. But then second was Jarrett Lamb. Third was Daniel Anderson. Fourth was Tyler Sereno. Uh, fifth was a Blake Ricketts. Oh, Blake. And six. Apparently, we're doing rows of six for that morning race, Will. Okay. It appears. Um, so that put you in the third row. You were the 14th fastest. Okay. With a four minute, five second. I thought I ran a 408, according to my. You, had, watch, you and I had a bobble in the exact same spot. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I got and, yours on film. Well, yeah, I did not get yours. My phone was not there, and I was like, you wouldn't want to see that anyway. No. So, but, I think your bobble is a little more significant than my bobble. I don't know. But it apparently, I, I was slower everywhere else. Yeah, maybe. I was trying to go fast, and I think that was a problem. Yeah. It, it was really strange because in trying to go fast, it, I, I couldn't tell if I was trying to go fast or trying not to make a mistake. The two kind of, I guess they go hand in hand. The compounded. It was, and it, we got a little rain shower. It's super dry here. Um, I think in years past we've said this. We need some rain. Yeah. But I don't want rain. But we got maybe 30 minutes of a light rain. It made it through the canopy, and it got on the rocks, and it made them super slick. So. Yeah. Sorry, I just 
cut us down. Okay, it was really quiet. It's all right. Trying to turn it back up. That's all right. But anyway, trying to so get rid of that buzz. You still hear it? I hear it, but I thought it was a, the cicadas. They've been crazy lately. Yeah, we'll blame it on that. Yeah, we'll blame it on it, even though we have headphones on. Um, but now I think that I, I don't know what else to talk about. Like, we were going to grab some guys, but it has been so crazy, and it's the most crowded I've seen it on a third where they are on. We're on Friday now. It was crowded yesterday on Thursday when we got here, and it's even more crowded today. Yeah, um, um, and I don't know what I was going to say, but if, if y'all are coming this way, there's lots of good food here. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen so many food vendors. There's the a guy next to us. A great barbecue. Is, I think it's Jerome's Fine Swine. Heck, yeah. And he has got his smoker set up right in front of Will's camper, and I let him use my fan, and he gave me a, a barbecue, old pork barbecue That's sandwich. That's a good trade. Slaw. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And our shirts are just happen to be set up right next to this. So nice. if you get a shirt, it might come with a side of uh, smoke smell. It, it, they smell good this year. Yeah. And then uh, there's a pizza place. There's a snow cone there's place. There's two pizza places. Two pizza places. Yeah, another barbecue place. Okay. A um, little bit of everything. But I, I think we mentioned there's a bunch of big rigs here. So yep, the Magna five. 1 Husqvarna rigs here. Yep, that's one. 18-wheeler. Yep, semi. Semi. We got KTM. Yep. Husqvarna. Yep. Beta. Yep. Gas Gas. Gas Gas has a, a big rig. Yep. Who's their, who are their riders? Uh, gas Gas, we had – so Ryan Sipes Ryan was Sipes supposed to be out. here. Hurt his ankle. Uh, Ricky Did Russell's, you see that ankle? It's fat. It was swollen. And I'm bummed because uh, yeah. I hadn't seen him in a while. And it's kind of a good event for him, I think, a little faster, not quite as long and grueling. Right. Uh, especially if it stayed dry. Um, so he was out. So they got Taddy, Taddy Bluzusiak, mm. that Michael Walkner we talked about, another factory Red Bull rider uh, okay. for Gas Gas. He is from Austria. I've learned his father Max worked. Gearson. Uh, what? Gas Gas. Oh, I thought we were talking about. No, we Michael are. We're talking about the rig. Oh, okay. We're kinda, talking about people that are under the rig. Max that's kind of a joke. Rig. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I was, Bad joke. I was, I was talking about someone that confused me. Um, and then Ricky Russell was also supposed to be here yep. for the Coastal team, and he is not going to be able to make it, I've heard. Yep. So um, that's all we got there. Um, and then we got the Sherco. They don't have a semi, but they have, like, two. Tent city. It's like a stacker trailer with tents in front and then a huge gooseneck with tents beside it, and it's almost forming like an L. It's a really cool shape. No. Yeah, and they're kind of up on the hill away from everyone. They're up next to where we're at right now. Well, it's actually where KTM has traditionally always been. So right. they put KTM, Husky, Gas, Gas, Magna 1, Beta down in the lower camp where Husky always was, moved Sherco up here. There's actually a sixth big rig, the Moose big yep. rig. Moose big rig's up there. And then we've got Tim Anderson selling Kenda tires, selling them, mounting them, all that good stuff. And then XC Gear's got XC a pretty big setup. Huge. He was actually out watering. The dust is actually getting pretty bad. He's been watering. I guess he's getting dusted out from everyone going up and down the gravel road. Yeah, yeah that happens. SRT, what do they have? Uh, they're here. I know Corey Grafunders. I saw Craig. Yep, Corey Grafunders here, and then Craig Thompson. He actually rode today. He finished right behind you. He was like a 105 plus a little after. 405? Yeah. 105 would be sorry. impressive. That would be to be on a jet pack. Yes, he was a 405. Excuse <laughs> me. So, um, But, no, they're here. I don't know if they're selling any product, but they are here. But we're both grateful to be on our SLM racing KTM of North Texas. Absolutely. KTMs, and mine's still running good. My Actually, my other bike's here. Some of the Red Bull media guys were out riding around on it. It still looks better than if I was riding it, so it's in one piece. I need to find a spark plug because I've got a little blurb that in the grass track, I come out of the first turn, and it, it's just bog. like, bog. You said a bog? A, yeah, a big bug. Well, you had clutch issues. You got the clutch problem fixed, right? I hope so. I the went mid- down to the cove and rode for about 20 minutes and got it hot to make sure right. it, 
So you they, went back to the Stotch Clutch. Stock, I can't talk. Stock yeah. Clutch Lever. Yeah, I, I can't figure out why the Enduro mm. Engineering or Midwest, Midwest Mountain, Mountain Engineering, Engineering Clutch, clutch Lever, lever is, keeps getting out of adjustment. Something's yeah. got to be going on with I, it. I don't know. Something's it, getting out of whack. It's driving me insane, so I just threw it back in the toolbox and put the stock one on there. Oh, all right. So what's tomorrow? Tomorrow is the first TKO race for the amateurs. Yep, TKO one on Saturday. I've heard I it's a 20-mile loop. Yeah, I've seen a 20-mile marker. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't touch it. You yeah. didn't move. I don't know what it is. Hopefully they can't hear it. But um, So, yeah, it's a 20-mile loop, and then that's going off at 9 a.m., Riders meetings at 8 a.m. Uh, then we got a little break, and then I don't know how many advanced to TKO2. I don't know if you know that number. Maybe 75 traditionally. I don't know. Um, and then that'll be us pre-qualified guys go with the guys from the morning race, and they're narrowing it. Or I guess they're cutting it down to a 13-mile loop with some pretty good added stuff. Um, have you have you walked any of the – not? And that's part of it. Everyone's like, what can we watch? Leah's asking where she can spectate, and I'm like, I don't, don't know. know. Honestly, don't know. Um, they've mixed it up so much. Um, we are running it in a counterclockwise direction, so we'll be going down uphill swamp. Are we definitely going down uphill swamp? Yes, somebody told me they wa- locked it. So we're going out to the spring. Okay. Um, but we're doing some of the creek behind the cabins. Nice. That, that we've done in years past in our, like, hot lap. Yep. Um, and then headed out to the spring. And then coming around, and I don't know, it's supposed to be a 13-mile loop. Some of the Keener property. They've got some new creek at the Keener property. The pumpkin patch is there. Supposedly a new pumpkin patch. It's supposed to be gnarly. I wonder if the first race, the 20-mile loop, will include any of the stuff behind the cabins. I would assume it would have to since – Just to wait get behind. So, according to – I can't remember who I was talking to, maybe Eric or Sean. Each race, you go further up the creek behind the cabins. So, like, the first race, ah. you, you go up a little and then turn off. Second race, you go up a little more and you turn off. So, and then probably by Sunday morning, you go up to the old waterfall. So, by Sunday – TKO Rock Garden, excuse me. You go all the way up to Kinder Rock Garden, which we always called the waterfall, but they consider the waterfall Lampkins Falls all the way up right. the mountain. You gotta so, stay out of that water. Yeah, stay out of the water. It's been, I hadn't seen any water moving. No, there's not much water this weekend. Mm-hmm. So but so that's it. I mean, tomorrow we got two races. The goal is to make top thirty out of this four hundred and eighty four, eighty one, whatever yeah. we figured. Yeah, I'm I wonder where we you're top fifteen right now. Uh, I, I don't know to keep, say. because it's not combined. Okay. With the we're not even going to worry about it. Nope. Yeah. We're just going to wait and see what happens tomorrow. I suck at four minute races, so I'm yep. pretty happy with where I'm sitting. Yeah. And, and I mean, I made, I made one mistake, like Will said, and it cost me, I thought five seconds, maybe more. And in a four minute race, that's 10 positions, I would think. Right. Um, but also I got beat by 26 seconds. So, Hey, somebody was on the gas. Young kids are fast. Are we going to do our picks? No. We're going to do the picks. I Maybe. guess we need to do it tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be rough. Yeah. you got to race two races. Yeah. we got a lot going on. Yep. I don't know. We're going to try to get a podcast. We need to grab some guys. So the biggest problem is I've been wanting to go around and talk to some of the guys, get to know them a little bit, and we've met them on the trail, but it's like they're all either out walking or by the time we get done with stuff, they've gone to the hotel for the night. So, you know, maybe tomorrow we'll have some time to talk to them a little bit. My my biggest issue though is going to be getting this online. I don't know yeah. how. I, I guess I'm going to have to f- steal a Wi-Fi password, and I might uh, know someone who has it. Okay, well, that would be good because yeah. I think that's what I did last year. I would yeah. go up to the the, the shop yep. and get on their Wi-Fi. And it's the same as it was last year, so you should be good. Well, 
I've got a different phone. Oh, that's your phone. You can take my phone and steal my password. <laughs> I don't right. know how to give it to you. So, But okay. anyway, guys, hey, thanks for listening. We'll hopefully be back tomorrow with some updated results from Amateur Day and give you that top 30 who's going on to Sunday. Heck, yeah. All right. See you on the trail. See you. All right, so that was our podcast from Friday evening that we couldn't get uploaded. Yeah, and I don't even know what we talked about. So if we start repeating ourselves, just hit that forward. Yeah. yeah. So I, I assume we talked about how our qualifying laps went and how all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And, and I feel like I'm about to hit repeat on what we said two or three years ago, but it might have been the driest TKO ever. I think it was drier than the driest TKO ever. It was dry. I mean, there was places like the spring. It's an area we kind of go through every year. It's the least amount of water I've ever seen in it, by far. It's a deep hole with no water in it. Yeah, yeah a little bit, but not much. Okay. Um, so, Saturday morning, we... I'm racing Saturday morning. I know, because Battle of the Goats is usually your, your winner, winner, chicken dinner, and you were not able to get pre-qualified. Yeah, I was not pre-qualified for anything, so I... Um, I started on the second row Saturday morning, and I just raced a hair scramble. I mean, it was it was fast. Yeah, and I guess I'm just going to go ahead and, and say it. I thought we were going to have a lot of new trail, and maybe we had some new trail, but a lot of it was Jeep roads new trail. There, there was there was some there was some single track trail that was not hard. It was just good flowy single track. Yeah, I felt like I was in a national enduro. Like I passed some guys from out west, and later they were like, "Dude, do you used to race enduros? Because you're really fast at that stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I used to do." Yeah, um, and so so I think I got fifth. Overall in that morning race? Yeah, fifth, okay. in, fifth in that race. Yeah, that's right. You started on the fifth row. I was on the fourth row for the afternoon race. And we were really hoping, because Will said, we rode a lot of Jeep roads. And we rode a lot of Jeep roads I've never ridden before. They were not just like Jeep roads. These were like fourth, fifth gear, wide open, water break. Yeah. Water break, water break, water break. Well, and then it was funny because we all had the exact same experience. And luckily I was oh. on James Flynn when it happened. We're coming down this long road, Jeep, water break jumping it and you know you either gotta send it or check up and roll it and we came hot into a <laughs> wet slippery creek the, the rocks were round black and sweaty and i thought i was dead i thought i hear it luckily james yeah i went full lock to the right oh trying to steer through no I, no it wasn't me steering it was like the bars just went full lock oh. right and then back straight and i i was like did that just happen am i okay i was fine well, it was, it was, there was some sketchy moments and there was times when I probably pushed it more than I should. And there's times I probably should have kept trying, but I, I didn't want to crash because you know, a big one's coming. Well, and, and the results from that, uh, that this is the, the first race or the second race. Well, we can, we can talk about the first race for a second. Um, yeah, let's just go. So the first race, again, we'll go ahead and just talk about the second race. It started rows of. Let's see, rows of six, actually. And I had Shelby Turner on my row. Um, she was the fastest woman qualifier. And Red Bull had her mic'd up. She had GoPros facing forward, facing backwards. I guess that's the other thing we can back up and talk about. Since this was the first year that this was the Hard Enduro World Championship, it is a full Red Bull event. So they had more camera people than I've ever seen. They had the cable camera going on the, um, uh, the let's see, Red Bull Straight Rhythm Prologue. Um, which will come up later after this race. I'm going to turn my mic off for a second while I try to find these results. You keep talking. Oh, I keep talking. Um, so, so we started on the fourth row. Will's on the fifth row. So basically they took the winner of the Saturday morning race, put him or her on row one, 
second place row two, and so on until it got back to the back some. Um, <laughs> Will is not having luck. He's throwing his hands up. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we started this race. Um, so one thing they did differently this year is we actually went behind the cabins and started up the creek that's normally the hot lap. And that's, golly, something else we didn't even talk about. They've moved everything this year. So the prologue, the hot lap, the real hot lap, the Friday prologue was up in the Red Bull Ravine, which we probably talked about on that little thing, day one podcast. But anyway, so we go up and we went around the over-under bridge, went up behind like cabin three, did a U-turn and came back. And I was actually made one move. Mason Rutledge was on my row. He took what was the U-turn from the the morning race and the I think the prologue. Man, it was anyway. So he took a wrong turn, got in the lead. I had a good line picked out, turned around, coming back down the creek. And we had to go over this big rock slab and then turn left out of the creek to get around the upper side of the over-under bridge. Well, when I got there, the row in front of me had at least five of the six in there. And I thought, I'm just going to do a little pivot turn and shoot across all this. Well, when I did, my front wheel hit a rock and I fell down in this hole, big hole. My bike, of course, fell over and then upside down. And I couldn't get it out. So the entire row, except for Shelby, goes by me. Luckily, Bernard, Eric Bernard, was there, pulled my rear wheel out just enough because my, my handlebars were wedged under a rock. And, of course, I am absolutely freaking out that this is it. My day's over. This is horrible. Um, so I get out of there, and I rode by myself for the first three miles. And we rode all the stuff we always ride out. If you're looking at the mountain, we went mountain right and then around. And basically, we rode it counterclockwise this year. Um, so I'd be coming down uphill swamp. We get out there and then we got on the Keener farm, which is way to the right. And they added a new Creek in the Keener farm and it was nothing hard. It was just bouncy and relentless. And I dropped down into there. There was like six guys there <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we go. We can start racing now. Um, unfortunately I only passed like one of them. And then we got in this super fast, super dusty stuff and it was so sketchy. And then we had what we'll call the blown ribbon and a bunch of people, who got either, I know Ronnie Vina cut the course and he called it a day and came back and said, guys, I cut the course. Mm. They said they, he figured out where to go. And so that really put him down. He didn't even make it to Sunday, I think, because of some of this. Um, we had some guys that had really good races that was questionable, let's just say that. Well, and I went under that banner that was down. Well, to say, did you go under it or did you just go through it? Well, it, it, it wasn't there. Yeah, okay. It wasn't there when I got there. It wasn't there. there. Luckily, there was guys coming at us, so we all realized. Well, and I was one of those guys that went another 100 feet, did a pivot turn, came back. Okay. And then, so I met somebody, and he he, he followed me as well. So I went up the hill. It was about a four-mile loop around there. And yep. then when I got back down to the bottom, it was right after one of those sketchy creek after a long straightaway. Yep. I saw banner tape that there was somebody ducking under there. Oh, coming back onto the course from the wrong direction. Exactly. So I don't know who that was. I didn't take time to look, but... Um, I, there was someone who finished physically in front of me on the race <coughs> course who never passed me. I know that. And I caught them in the last long creek. Me as well. Yeah, so it, it is what it is. There was no way for them to go back and rectify it, unfortunately. So th- let's first race, Wade Baroni. Barone. Um, yeah, he looked good coming through. I know Blake got an interview with him. Or no, no, I think uh, Woody, okay. Seat Time, got Seat an interview, time. interview with him. Joshua Lau, second. Daniel Anderson, Gage Logan Key got fourth. I got fifth. Um, so then we'll go to the second race. Well, it was pretty cool. So Gage ended up being on my row. The young kid, it was the first hard enduro he's ever done. So nice. It probably suited him because he's used to hair scrambles. 
Yeah. Let's see. Of course, these results are really hard to find for some reason on Speed Hive right now. That's all right. So I ended up, let me go back and finish my race. So we actually, I was actually having fun. So Mason Rutledge is a guy from out west, and he does snowmobiling stuff with Keith Curtis. He's on a factory beta, and we had it, me, him, and James Flynn had a lot of fun. And Chance Baker, you know, we were just, no one wanted to kind of take the lead other than to get out of the dust. And so we all went back and forth. He went down once. Um, and then that put me behind James, chased James a long time. We really never hit anything hard. I mean, we went down uphill swamp, up the road next to it, which wasn't bad. And then we rode all of the same Jeep roads off to the left <laughs> of the mountain. And I thought we were done. And we turned up and went up another shelf, back to the right, and then up another shelf, and then all the way back around. And I was just, the hardest part of that race was the beginning mile and the last mile. We went up that creek. I mean, it was really, just, there was about 500 yards at the end. It was hard. Yeah, exactly. That's that was where some some stuff. And I think Jarrett Moan was yelling at me to pass somebody, and I just gave it all I had. By the time I got to the end of the creek, I was noodle armed, couldn't hold on. I saw Cody Webb, and he pointed me to a line I wouldn't have normally taken. I was going to go around, and it was so good. And I just said, "Thank you, Cody," because <laughs> it got me out of that that thing. Okay, so Jarrett Lamb, yep, he won that second race, followed by Tobin Miller, Jackson Davis, Dawson Mattis, Maddox. Rodrigo Lopez, Ezra Prine, Bobby Cornwell. Bobby was on it. First time he's ever done TKM. Tyler, Tyler Soriano, Joe Nemeth, Jojo Tool, and Drew Kirby in 11th. Yep. Followed by James Flynn, who I don't think we mentioned. Did we mention that he rode with us this week? Uh, we said or last was, week. Yeah, we said he was part of that crew, but he, he was killing it. Then, like you said, Mason Rutledge, yep. Wade Barone, who won the first race. He topped 15 second race. That's awesome. Augustine Pascal. Uh, I'm not going to go through the top 30, but I ended up 35th, did not make it to Sunday, so that's the first time I've ever not made it to Sunday at a TKO. Yeah, and it was, again, a little disappointing that it was more of a fast hair scramble. I talked to Eric Bernard and um, Catherine and Charlie, who used to run TKO Amateur Day on Saturday. Catherine's still helping out. Charlie's retired. Um, When they retired, Larry B., Smith took over and kind of gave Bernard more input and control on Saturday. And I thought he made it harder in the beginning, that creek section, but there was nowhere that a, a hard enduro rider could make up enough time on a fast rider, in my opinion. Agreed. And, and so, and that was. So, and, and I finished 35th and I was 10 minutes out of the lead. So, right, yeah. that just tells you and if, if you drop down, I mean. I know Spencer Ricketts was like, it was incredibly tight. The top 76 riders were with. 19 minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah, it, it was – I mean, you had one little problem. Yeah, and, and I know Travis Wilson got 36th. He um, – I think he lost a brake tip. Yeah, he was bleeding his brakes or something he said he had to. I don't know if he boiled them or what happened. And that's what – I can't remember what pro I was talking to. Said they boiled their rear brakes they were going so fast. I mean, I don't doubt that's a hard enduro. Uh, yeah, well, that's really dry. What yeah. could be hard – I mean, if it rained – no, no, this isn't a conversation. The conversation is, man, that, that was awful. That so rough. The pumpkin patch would have sucked. Yeah, the pumpkin patch, it was so dry right through it. And then I know they wanted to get us over to the Keener property for that new creek they had in, but there was nothing hard about the creek. It was just it just beat you up and chested your endurance more than anything. Like it wasn't like I've got to think how to get up this. Like that's one thing I think real hard enduro riders are better at is problem solving, pushing your bike. I mean, it's like Tobin Miller is fast. And, you know, when he gets really hard, he, he, he struggles more. Yep. But he's a great rider. So, and he's getting bigger. I mean, he's a young kid. So I think with age and some size, we'll help with that. 
Okay, so then uh, after all that was done, we had straight rhythm. The Red Bull straight rhythm prologue. And this was the top 22 riders. Oh, actually, it was more than that. Yeah, so they were going to do – okay, here's what happened. They were going to do 11 Euros and 11 American. Well, then half the Euros motors didn't show up. And it turns out, I found out later, mm-hmm. none of their motors showed up. Mm-hmm. They all just used American motors – and did the best they could with it. So props to them for being on, not their suspension. They may have been on their suspension. Yes, they were on their suspension. <laughs> they weren't on the motors. But they weren't on their spec motors. And apparently there's several different generations that these guys are riding. Yeah. Um, and they're all a little different. So I, I imagine Billy Bolt has the latest uh, I mean, and greatest. Yeah, and he was riding. So he ended up on one of Colton's bikes, or motors, I should say. Uh, and then Alfredo Gomez was on Colton's motor. What was so funny is those guys all run Michelin tires. So they didn't, their tires didn't show up with the motors. Uh, so there was a whole lot of scrambling. There was a whole lot of scrambling. And I know Tabby Blazuziak found out Jackson Davis had one and did some jersey trading and some <laughs> tire trading to get a Michelin. Nice. So, um, but yeah, so I, I really thought, like, I've been in that LCQ duel on the straight rhythm. I really thought it was kind of going to be lame. Was it going to be that exciting? It was not lame. I, I was 100% wrong. That was exciting. Yeah. And going for one more thought about the motors, um, I don't know if we did a interview with Tristan and he talked about, I think it was an interview at Battle of the Goats. Where Talking he, about Romaniac's motor. Yeah, and he was running one of the European motors, yep. and he said it was so hot, it was so strong that he was having a hard time climbing the hills Keeping the front end down. in Romania. Yep. So he actually preferred the less powerful American motor. Yeah, but I can imagine if you're used to that more power and you come over here. Yeah. It, it's and it's they, just different. And they control it with a clutch. I mean, it's uh, wide-ass open, feather in the clutch, blast off. 100%. So, but, all right, so to the Red Bull Straight Rhythm Prologue, it it ended up being so, I guess what got all this started, we're talking about their motors. The promoters went around and started pulling up other U.S. guys. To Who try can to, we get to fill the spots? Exactly. So then we ended up, then we had some motors come in. So Manny was the last one to get his ready and Taddy. We were waiting on them. Um, so then they basically ended up with 26 and then we we're going to narrow it down to what sixteen? Yeah, to make a bracket. make a, a legitimate bracket. Yeah. So then they got two runs uh, to get their best time to seed them in the bracket, and dude, Billy Bolt made it happen. Well, in it, the the way it shook out, Tristan and Cody faced off in the first round, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Because that's kind of America's two best hopes, or North America. Yeah. Um, and then so Cody won easily the first race. Yes. And then oh, this, yeah, and that was he set the fastest time too. Yeah, and then the second race because you had to win two out of three. Apparently, Cody jumped the gun, so they gave that win to Tristan. Yep, and then the big the big advantage was if the lower seed made it go to a third race, they got to pick the side, the, the slower seed. So, and yep. Cody was like the thir- third seed, and Tristan was like the fourteen oh. or I don't remember four or thirteen right. something yeah. like that. So Tristan got his choice. Well, the right line was faster. Yep, way better. He took the third win, knocked yep. out Cody Webb, yep. and so I was like, man. But then Tristan ended up doing pretty well. He made it pretty far. He did, and it was it was interesting because he told us right before the race that the right right side was a little better. The way the dirt was piling up on the left, it made it it was just it was harder to get the pivot turn on the left side. Yeah, and, and so if you if you didn't see it, you there was a, a a big log crossing, another big log crossing or jump. There was just there was a jump, a log crossing. Then the, the culvert. The culvert with logs on each side of it, so they're kind of jumping over that. Yep. And then there was a log matrix. Yep. And then the U-turn in the end of the log matrix. But the U-turn was just a flat 
very narrow. It was about as wide as the, Motorcycle. you know, yep. yeah. So you had to either go to the right or go to the left and do a pivot turn or yep. sliding around. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty entertaining watching those guys work their magic. And so basically it was four logs. And some guys were going double-double, but if you doubled into the pivot turn area, you had too much speed yep. and you were slower to turn because when some guys did that, the other guy would get the advantage. Yeah. So, but it was exciting. So Billy Bull pulled out this wheel tap on the way back on the last log. Well, actually, just, Cooper did it first. No, uh, Billy did it first. Did he? Yes. Okay. He'd done it several times, and Cooper attempted it, successfully did it until. He smashed his rear wheel on this log tap and freaking broke a KTM swing arm. Yeah, and I don't have a picture, and I don't know where exactly it broke, but. I've never even heard of a swing arm breaking like that. I've seen some pictures, okay. and it's like, hush, hush, don't tell anyone that broke, but they're out there. Okay. Um, but and also Johnny Walker did it. Okay, so maybe he didn't break a swing arm. If, yeah. If I'm getting somebody in trouble. Yeah. No, he, <laughs> he broke one. We were there. Um, and then Taddy tried it on the last lap. So it ended up coming down to Billy Bolt, Taddy Blazusiak. After Taddy hurts his shoulder, didn't know he had major shoulder surgery. Well, how did he hurt his shoulder? Well, it had been hurt. But, but how did he re-injure it? He came into the first. He did the jump and hit the first set of logs. It sounded like. A car hitting a concrete wall. I don't know how the the forks didn't fold under that bike, no. that motorcycle. And it sent him to the moon. And he actually won that race, came back holding his shoulder, and we thought he might have been done. Yeah, he probably should have been. Yeah, but he ended up going to the final, and then Billy won the first one. Mm-hmm. Taddy went to the right side, and he was, he was leading. And I don't know what Billy did to make up time, but Taddy said, I got to go for it. So he went a little long over the culvert jump. Suspension was compressed. He tried to get the hop to clear it. And, I mean, it just it sent him, him nose high, feet off the pegs. Somehow he landed it and rode it out. And, but Billy took the win. So, straighter than was cool. And, yep. and Drew and I, mostly Drew, we were doing the announcing right there at the straighter than. Yep. Had a good time doing that. First time we've ever done anything like that. So, we, we were trying. We're not good on fluff. No, we we, building excitement apparently. We, we like facts and yeah. what's going on. Yeah, actually telling you. So, <laughs> but uh, so we enjoyed it, and, and that was the other part of the deal. We've been asked to do it for this TKO two on Sunday, and then the main event, and it turned out to be awesome. Yeah, the race did, and I actually did it for TKO one. Oh yeah, that's right. As so well. I was racing TKO one. Yeah, I was yelling at you on the mic. I don't know if you heard me. I heard you yell at me, but I didn't know you were on a mic yelling <laughs> at me. I thought you were just yelling at me. Yeah. Um. So then fast forward to. Well, actually, let's talk about Shelby Turner and Luis Forsley. Right. So they were also doing this straight rhythm prologue, and Luis set the faster time, um, and then they went head-to-head like when the guys were going or after the guys went, and Shelby Turner took two out of three. Um, so Shelby's fastest time was faster than some of the dudes. Really? Yeah. Not, I'm, I'm not going to dump on anybody. Yeah, but, not dump on anybody. But well, she – and Luis, I mean, they looked good. They, they were their times were like the twenty three, twenty four second range. Um, wow! Billy's best time was he eclipsed eighteen seconds. So yeah, he had eighteen like seven or eighteen three. He had a seventeen eight. He had seventeen eight. Yes. Holy cow! Well, the other interesting thing I forgot about is when they were doing it, there was just a guy watching the um, the start to see if they jumped, and Taddy got disqualified on one of them. So they started filming it. Well, so then Taddy pulled out the GoPro, and we had like a, what, a five-minute intermission while pulled they were away. trying to figure out. Uh, he was like, I did not jump. He did not jump. Clearly, he did not. Yeah, and, and that's something that they can clean up in the future. Yeah. Probably make some more definite rules because I, I, I know there was one rider that 
crossed over into the, the other uh, the yeah. other line. It's like, um, what's his name? Cooper wanted to ride Will's bike after he broke his swing yeah. arm, but they were like, well, according to FIM rules, yeah. he and can't. Then, but, I mean, he's not really subject to FIM rules. It's FIM event, I guess. Yeah. But it was it – was, The crowd was like, I was gonna let say, him ride. I was letting – this crowd was all cheering for it. Like, why not? What the heck, dude? He just pulled off something awesome. Throw right. a transponder on there and let's go. And he was looking good. Oh, man. He, he was, was up on – He was the sixth qualifier. Six when he broke it, qualifier. who was he racing? Billy Gold. And he beat Billy that, the one where he broke it. Yeah, he ended up taking the win by doing the wheel tap. Right. So it could have been interesting for the rest of the race and they wouldn't let him. That changes everything if everything. Cooper takes out Billy there. Maybe the whole weekend. The whole weekend. Because after that, let's just – Spoiler alert. Billy it was the everything. Billy Bolt show. Actually, no, he didn't win he didn't TKO win 1. Yeah, that's true. Or the hot, did he win the hot lap? He did. He did. Or maybe vice versa. All right, so anyway, let's go to Sunday. Holy cow. So they did the awards on, well, I guess we'll back up. We got a few scoring issues. They got all that solved. So we ended up doing the Moose barbecue dinner earlier, then gave out the medals for the amateur day and some other awards Sunday mm-hmm. late. I mean, excuse me, Saturday late. It, it was went, getting dark. It was dark, and we could still hear them up there announcing. So, um, got that day done, and then comes the real day Sunday. Sunday morning was exciting. Oh, man, everyone, just whole different mood. Yeah, it was game on. Yeah, the pros weren't laughing and joking. It was serious face. And they let the top pros pick their order based on how they finished. So, Billy chose to go fifth. Yep, I was surprised. And they, we didn't really know that, and we are all sitting there back there waiting to go and like oh okay yeah and i made it up to red bull ravine and i was so confused when manny came through first and or i think it was manny i can't remember who came through first yeah but anyways the order was all out of whack um manny in manual letting beckler 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 he ended up taking the win a 606 hot lap holy cow mine was like a 12 something and i was proud i wanted to be in the 20s i thought i'd be in the 20s under 20 right billy bolt Second. second, 608. Ooh, two seconds. Tristan Hart, 610. Nice. Johnny Walker, 619. Taddy, 619. Cody, 627. Ryder, 633. Mario, 636. And Wade Young is 637. And then everybody else is close. Jordan Ashburn, Alfredo Gomez, Pat Smaji, Will Reardon, Michael Wagner, Tidor Kapachev, Keith Curtis. I mean, these are bangers. They're all close together. And I mean, it was, and you know, that's what we were talking about. Like, there's a lot of big names here. I mean, to make it into the top 25 was nearly impossible for someone like me or you who's normally on the cusp of 26 to 30. Right. So. Um, yeah, we're, we're just winging a prayer to make top 25. Normally, this year, not even that close. Well, and I was proud. I ended up 34th on the hot lap. And nice. it was like, out of 60, I, I took it. Because um, it was hard. I mean, and it was, they threw in, so after we walked everything, they added a section at the very end of the Red Bull Ravine where you go up and have to turn around and come back. No one had walked it. No one had seen it. And I got there and just went, didn't know what to do. Luckily, there's a couple guys stuck in bad lines that told me where to go. Um, and they even left the big uh, Sean's uphill in there, which also changed things. But I made it three quarters of the way up and then was able to push up. You you took a different line than anyone else. I don't know if you just said that. No, I did not just say I was, that. I was playing with the audio. Sorry. So everyone was going the main line. It was getting just chewed up, yep. rocks everywhere. It was super rough on the takeoff. Well, Drew, I mean, being Drew, he, he goes to the left, and everybody's like, oh, no, what is he doing? I'm like, that's a great line. Drew went up there, made it 75% of the way up, yep. pivoted to the right, 
and side hill back across. Yeah, and it was, I honestly thought I was further up, and so I stopped and pivoted, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, I could have gone like another 10 feet would make my life easier. You probably would have been able to get get out I think, I think I would have, but it, luckily I saw several people turning around and coming back down, so I think that really helped me getting up there the first time, even though I pushed out. Um, but it was, it was really, I, I wasn't sure how the hot lap, if it was going to be harder or easier. It was just different, but it was good. Okay, so just comparing it to years past, was the hot lap, Harder, easier, better, worse? I think if it had been wet, it would have been horrible. Right. Because there was traction on those slick rocks to get through there. But I liked it. There was there was several options, which was nice. Um, other than the hill, you know, the hill's the one option. But I think you could have bailed you out. You made a second option. What? Oh, yeah, I did make a second option. Yeah, if you made it up around that taped tree, you could drop down and then climb a different hill. Yeah, the, the main hill over there used to be Which they moose. took away for the main event. Did they really? Okay, oh, I'm yeah, sure it was gone. Okay. I would assume they would have done that, but... Um, so then, like I said, Will just went over that order. That's how I ended up. Um, was kind of proud of that. And then I started the next race thinking it's going to get real hard. And it, honestly. It didn't? wasn't horrible. It, again, it was so dry. They added over on the Keener property. They made that creek like three times as long. Then they took out a lot of that, the sketchy Jeep roads. Um, but still, they kept it. I thought it was going to go down to 13 miles. It was still 16, maybe. So, um, knockout race one started one at a time. Yep, 30 seconds apart. In the order that you did the hot lap. In your finishing order from the hot lap, yep. So, Billy Bolt, he put down a 55-31. Excuse me. Yep. 14 seconds behind him was Manny Lettenbeckler. Okay. So, are you starting to see a trend? Yep. And then, a minute 55 back was Tristan Hart. 207 back. Is this the finish for the TKO one? Yeah, this okay. is finish for TKO one. Okay. Ryder LeBlanc. Yep. Fourth. Fastest American in that race. Cody Webb, fifth. Alfredo Gomez, sixth. Jordan Ashburn, seventh. Taddy, eighth. Wade Young, Johnny Walker, Will Reardon, Michael Walkner, Mario Roman, Nick Farringer with the top 14. Then Corey Grafunder. He's looking good. Yeah, he had problems in the hot lap. His bib came off, his wood tire came off. Oh, yeah, I was standing there when that happened. Yeah, so he had to go all the way back, and he started in the back end. Him and Jackson came by me in TK1 just on the gas. I hit the wall in TK1, and I was cruising. I think I ended up 50th. I'll, I'll go through the rest of this top 25 just because, I mean, this is legit. Yeah. Okay, Grafunder got 15th. Cooper Abbott got 16th. Pat Smarge, 17th. Charles guy, <laughs> right? Yep. Spencer Wilton. Thorne Devlin. Max Gearston, 20th, Keith Curtis, 21st, Brandon Petrie, Theodore Kabakchev. Yeah, and I've been corrected. It's Max Gersten. Max Gersten. Uh, Mitch Carvold, our boy Mitch. And then Quinn Winsel was 25th. So then that, that set up the 26th through 29th to race in the LCQ duel. Yep. So you had Bosey, Danny Lewis, James Flynn, and Tobin Miller. And basically, Flynn dominated. Yeah, and we didn't see it, and I'm, I was surprised. I did. did he really? I mean, yeah, I was he, down there. He won every round, and none of them were close. I would put my money on Danny or, or Bosey there, not knowing, but yeah, Flynn, Flynn's been, you know, Flynn's an on. enduro cross kind of kid. Well, and he was the guy I was talking about. He was like, "Man, you used to do enduros. You're fast in that stuff." And I said, <laughs> "Man, it's getting harder. You're gonna start doing better." And right. as it difficulty picked up, he did start doing better. <laughs> Okay, so that set up the 5 by 5 top 25 race. Well, well, one more thing about TKO1. They actually sent us all the way up to Lambkin Falls. Oh, nice. It was the only slick spot in the entire race because we went. Was there any water coming off the fall? No, but it was wet enough up there. So we came, if you're looking up the mountain, we came from the right and came down everything. 
Mm -hmm. And so we went under the big overhang, if you've ever been up there. And instead of going down, we normally drop into the hole. They've sent us past it. Ooh. And it was it was slick, and there was a big hole. A couple guys went over the bars. Um, so it was pretty – it added that. And then we dropped all the way down, and we did what we call the waterfall. It's called the TKO Rock Garden. But it was so dry. You know, it was – wasn't that Y'all just dropped down it. What? Y'all just dropped down No, it? we didn't drop down it. We came down the ledges from the right. U-turn went up it. I got you. And then up and out. And normally – that was in the main event, and when it's wet, those guys can barely get out of there. So that's where some of the good video yep. <clears throat> of, like, Max passing. Yep. But that was the start of TKO2. They sent them <coughs> all the way up it in TKO2. So that's where that's why they were so bunched up, where Max put the pass on Quinn and James. Okay. I don't know if Max made that pass stick on Quinn in that in the video that, that Blake oh, really? posted. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. He ended up beating Quinn. Quinn was the last one to come through on the five by five race. So go back into that. I interrupted. Okay. Um, so the five by five race, um, they're not sorted into their groups, but you know we we kind of know what happened. Uh, yep. Billy won his row. Tristan won his row. Yep. I think Mario won his row. Not sure. Alfredo. Well, just based on times, the top five is Billy, Tristan, Mario, Alfredo, and then Theodore. Really. Fifth. But I know he didn't win his row. He was third <clears> in his row. Okay. Then Manuel Letton Bickler, Wade Young, Ryder LeBlanc, Johnny Walker, Cody Webb, 10th. And Cody was, I think he was cruising to a win in his row and had a bad get off towards the end. Yeah. He actually, he, no, actually wasn't cruising. He <laughs> caught up to Johnny in that last creek bed we said. He said he clicked up the second or third and just started sending it and dropped the front in the hole and over the bars he went. Ow. So Blake, Blake either saw it or videoed it, so hopefully we'll get that. So Cody ended up third, which uh, – second? Johnny won. He was second. Okay, so third. being on your, on the second row instead of the first row for the final is actually a big deal. Well, when we go straight into that dusty uh, <laughs> tr grass track, sorry, it went blank. Um, yeah. So anyways, I guess we should just go straight into the final now, huh? Man, it was awesome. So we didn't get to see the start of the final. We went straight up to the Red Bull Ravine in the crowd – I think it's the biggest crowd we've had at TKO. Several thousand people? I would think so. And that's what um, – I talked to someone, and I don't think Eric has ever been given spectator numbers to know how many have been there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We don't. We can't say it's the biggest, but spectator-wise – We, we need a turnstile. People were everywhere. They'd be sneaking in through the hills if we had that. That's true. Probably coming off the mountain. Well, and, and people – speaking of people on the hills – Holy cow. I mean, earlier in TKO2, TKO2, we saw some people nearly get smoked. We saw one kid actually get smoked. With, with rocks is what Will's talking about. Rocks tumbling down from where the riders were coming down the hill. Well, and it wasn't even the riders. It was the people up there walking around. Oh, yeah. Dislodging them. Yeah, and, and you get a, a bowling ball-sized rock or even smaller, let's just say a softball-sized rock, tumbling down the hill. And, it, I mean, it quickly reaches terminal velocity. And yep. that hits you. It might kill you. Yeah, and that was what, in that TKO2, we saw one kid get hit right in the back of the leg, right in the calf. And then, so when we showed up for the final, uh, we were able to ride our dirt bikes out there. Um, the people were everywhere in the course. In the on line. The hill, on the hill climb. And we had to kind of be a pain in the rear and get, get people off the course. I mean, and like I said, it's more of a liability thing from the promoter's aspect. Right. So, well, and we don't want to see somebody get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, unfortunately, in the prologue on – was it Friday? I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday. No, Craig, I don't think Craig and them came down on Saturday. Okay. It was Saturday. Okay. Well, no, you were just hanging out, though. Because um, you, oh, long story short, one of our local guys, Craig Tefteller, his daughter and him were standing there. She was right beside this creek, 
She was out of the trail. Out she was the trail, behind the ribbon. And a guy looped it out. The bike landed on her, sent her to the hospital, broke her pelvis in two places. Um, I think a concussion. She couldn't stop throwing up. Had to spend the night in the hospital. Um, it, it was just horrible. So we're thinking about you. I do not know her name, but Craig's yeah. Taylor's daughter. Craig's daughter. That so, sucks. Yeah, so, so anyways. We, we want that to happen. Yeah. I mean, bad for the event. Bad for everything. Exactly. So we, we got most of the people off the hill. Some people still wouldn't move. No, they would not move. And then um, it was like, seriously, the race is starting any second. Yeah. We hear they, the horn go off. Here they come. Yeah. And I think it, it might have been Manny. It was Manny. Manny, Billy, yep. Tristan. Yep. And, I mean, they came by, like, all 15 of them right together. It was cool. Yeah. Well, um, it was crazy. So I watched some of Manny's helmet cam. And he had the lead really good until – um, the creek on the way back after the hill on the creek on the way back that we went down. Um, he, I don't know what he was doing. Billy went by and looked like a gear higher just, and so he passed him technically on the first lap to get the lead. Okay. And I guess they traded the lead several times throughout the race. Yeah, absolutely. They did. And, and we saw the, the lead switch at least once. Yeah. And then, well, the final lap, I mean, it was exciting. So where we were at, they came by us. Went up into Manny had the lead. Manny had the lead. They go up into this huge rock garden. A good probably five bike length lead. Yeah, or more. Yep. Um, but they go out of sight for us, so we don't know what's going on. Right. We didn't hear any yelling. Well, Manny comes back into sight. He's got a big lead. A big lead. He drops down into this hole right before the hill climb that we thought was going to be the difference, and he stops. Apparently, what I heard, and you may know better, I heard that he put his foot down, and then his a rock pinned his foot to the bottom of his foot peg. So, he he when he compressed suspension, his foot peg went up and under a rock. Okay. And then it was under there, and he couldn't get his foot on anything to push it down <laughs> to get it out. And he kind of had him pinned on the right side. So, it was the bike, his leg, and the rock. And his foot, he couldn't get his foot out to, to push or He was anything. literally just leaning against a rock. It looked like he was sitting yeah. there resting. Yeah, and, and I can't wait to see some of Paul Bolton's helmet cam. He was right there, and then after... So Billy passes and the crowd goes crazy. Bananas. Horns going off, people screaming. Billy clears the hill. Manny goes right behind him, and then we don't know. They're out of sight for us. Um, but but Paul Bolton went back and was showing kind of what was. And we couldn't see it. It was on the other side of the rock, and we found out later that's what happened. Yeah. And I guess they they still they battled all the way back to the Enduro Cross course. It was, I mean, uh, a, I don't want to call it a photo finish, but it was close. Billy whipped it off the little last jump. And then Manny did the same thing, did not come back and crashed through the banner. And, you know, I wondered because when we got back, he was covered. He was covered in mud. And I'm like, what happened? They said he crashed at the finish. And, you know, of course, we see videos of it now. But it was, yeah, it was wild. So then, do we want to put Billy's interview in now? We'll yeah. talk about it. We can, we can throw that in right now. Hey guys, Drew Kirby here with American Hard Enduro. We're here with the winner of the 2021 Red Bull Tennessee Knockout, Billy Bolt. Billy, how was it as you're taking off your knee braces? Sorry to catch you at a great time. Uh, so uh, there's never a bad time normally. Um, fuck, it's tough out there. <laughs> Not a lot else you can say really. Hot, sweaty, intense, and and it's a long day to be honest. Like two one-hour races, heart rate all the way up, all the way back down, all the way up again. And then, uh, and then the final hardest, long, not longest, but hardest, most intense, most technical race right at the end. It, it's a hard day. Um, might seem like a 35-minute race, but it's hard work. I can tell you that for nothing. Um, but no, it was good. I made it difficult for myself. I won't lie. I had a good gap. And then uh, 
hooked into my pipe. So I made the hill hard work and then one a stupid, stupid crash. It twisted the front end up. So I had to stop and bang it against the tree and got it somewhat straight. Um, so yeah, I really did make hard work for myself, but you know, really, really happy to, to get the job done. Well, we were, we were right there at the big hill climb in the Red Bull Ravine. You guys went back and forth a couple times. Manny was in the lead on the last lap. We thought the hill climb was going to be the difference. And then he got hung up in like a rock area. You made the pass and anything exciting from there? Or did you just bring it on home? Uh, I made the pass just before the hill. I seen he was stuck and just sent it down the side of him. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> Is that your bike? That's my bike. Holy I'm cow. They, they are using a sledgehammer and I don't know what, some kind of pry bar to try to get the pipe. Hey, hey we go. Oh my gosh. Hey, can I have that? Oh, man. That's why we needed to get it back off Colin's bike. It needs to come back. That's coming back to England and going on the wall. Um, so, yeah, I really made, um, yeah, past money and just pray to God I made the hill that lap because because I knew I was faster in the river just after it. That was where I was pulling a lot of time back. So, um, thankfully, made the hill when it count after I'd messed it up the the three or four laps before that. So, thankfully, made it count um, on, on the last lap. Got up to the top and just brought it on home. Uh, super. Well, so looking at that pipe, how in the world did you do it that bad? What did you get into? Did you just crack a rock or did you yeah, go down? No, I didn't even go down. Just cracked a rock. Um, it like mid-corner, super hard. So I was kind of sat leaning into it and the pipe just got smoked and was... We're looking at this thing and I'll post a picture. I've never seen anything like that. And my TPI bike doesn't like a smash pipe. So Billy, congratulations. Thank you for coming. What's next for you? I uh, head home actually. It's relatively chilled couple of weeks um relatively chilled couple of weeks and then we got poland i think in a month's time next round of the championship so a couple of weeks west and then we'll get back to work probably in a few in a week's time working towards poland and then hispania in spain after that all right well hey and if you guys he has a sweet vlog it's billy's youtube channel on uh youtube obviously check it out thank you billy no problem thanks guys All right, so that was the interview with Billy Bolt following the final. Well, and it was really interesting because we did not know anything he talked about. We had no idea about his pipe. and It, it was you, so smashed. As, as you heard in there, they're taking a sledgehammer to beat the thing off, and I was wanting it, and they were like, this baby's going back. Right. And he signed it, and his mechanic was taking it home. <laughs> so Billy, Billy Bolt ended up winning. Um, Manuel, oh, yeah, this is the final results. Uh, Manuel Lettenbeckler, he got second. second. So in, in, it's interesting looking at their best lap. Billy's best lap was a 551. Whoa. Manny's best lap was a 604. Billy put it on somewhere. Yeah. Tristan Hart, he got third. What was his best lap? 614. And so then what was Manny's best lap? Manny's was a 604. Okay. And then Tristan and Wade. It was getting close. They yeah, were. they kind of battled all day. And, yeah. and Wade's best lap was also a 614. Okay, and it was interesting. So, again, when they come by us, there was a lot of stuff they did after they came by us and they came out by. Wade was on his rear tire, and then when they came back into view, Tristan must have cleaned something up on the way back there, and Wade didn't. So, Mario Roman got fifth. His best lap was a 6.27. Wow. But Alfredo Gomez, who got sixth, his best lap was a 6.14. Mm. So, Alfredo must have had some trouble. Well, And Alfredo had been in front of Mario most of the race. Alfredo was coming in with some injuries, from what I heard, too. I did not hear that. Yeah, I, I think I heard that on Seat Times podcast. Um, Johnny Walker got seventh. 
And him and Cody kind of had a good battle. All, well, Cody had all the, the lead. All day, not just the final. Yeah, Cody had the lead in front of us on the last hill over Johnny. Didn't make it, had to take the bailout, came back down. Johnny cleaned it, and there it was. Bummer. Ryan LeBlanc, top 10, ninth place. And he came through in, he might have been 14th place the first time he came through. Yeah. And, he, and, he was buried. He was charging, though. Yeah, um, he was revving the whole time trying to get around people. I wish it showed all their lap times. Is it not shown? No, we just got total time, difference, number of laps, best lap. Um, gotcha. That would be cool to see the progression of their laps. Well, Ryder's best lap was the fourth lap, where most of the riders, their best lap was earlier on. Johnny's best lap was his fifth lap. Interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. How many, what was it, five laps? Isn't that what they ended up doing? Uh, they did six. You'd think they would have gotten, their laps would have gotten faster once they got spread out and they could kind of go the way they wanted to. Um, yeah, but man, well, getting used to it. you're I also think, getting tired, I guess. I think you're on like survival mode pretty quick. Dude, they were, I mean, covered, sweating. I was, I was down there that interview with Billy. He was still pouring sweat. And that's what, you know, you heard in the interview. It wasn't anything extremely difficult, but you were pushing and working the whole time. And the it, heat, it was intense. Like, I yeah, think intense is the right word. Yeah. Theodore Kabachev got 10th. Jordan Ashburn Got 11th. Matched his finish from last year on the old KDS. And, and Tidor was the last guy that finished on the lead lap. Um, Jordan got lapped. I thought Jordan said he was proud not to get lapped. Oh, you know, he did. Well, he got up the hill before Billy and Manny. Yes, he did. So. They that, must have passed him. Yeah, he could have had trouble with that last creek. I don't know. If, if if I get up that hill before them and I haven't been lapped yet, I think I'll let him go by just so I don't have to make an additional lap. Oh, you know what? He did say he was planning on pulling over at the at the. It's yeah, a good plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't want to do another one of those. It was lonely out there on that last lap. Yeah, Michael Walkner, 12th. Will Reardon, 13th. Nick Faringer, 14th. And Corey Grafunder, 15th. And no one got lapped more than once. So That's impressive. Yeah. Well, and, and a big name you're not saying on there, Tally Blazuziak. Right. Um, and I don't know if anyone's seen the video. His shoulder popped out twice in TKO2, and there's one of it popping out right as Ryder's coming up to pass him, and it looks like Ryder just sticks his foot out and kicks him over. <laughs> I'm going with that. Yeah, let's go with that. But turns out his shoulder popped out and he fell over. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're not laughing at Taddy. Uh, no. It sucks to have one of those injuries. It's nagging like that. But um, Well, and, and once it starts popping out. And everybody wanted to see him in the final. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, after what he did in the, the straight room and prologue. Yeah, that's uh, a bummer. But, man, it was it was exciting. It was awesome to have all those guys here. I mean, the level, we this whole year on the AMA East, we is the ones we've gone to, it seemed like Tristan and Cody were just a step above everyone. Ryder's coming on, Colton's coming on, or there. But seeing these guys in person, how big Billy Bolt was, how big Manny was, like physically imposing – they're on another level. None of those top guys are small. No. They're not short like us. No. I mean, they just, man, they got it. They're good. Yeah. That's it. No way. That can't be it. I, well, I mean, what was your best part of the weekend? I mean. Well, and, and I was going to kind of follow up with after the race, Drew and I were smoked just from running around. I mean, Drew announced 99% of the final. I did a little bit, but um, was I was exciting. I was trying to feed Drew information. But um, after the race, running around, like all the riders were getting interviewed. There was a lot of media. There was Red Bull. There was Seat Time. There was um, Rob Mitchell. Rob Mitchell. There were Dirt Rider. Just maybe they were there. I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, Brandon. On the pegs. Oh, I can't think of Brandon. Brandon Krause. Um, he's working for Dirt Rider, I think, doing some stuff. Well, the other thing I was going to say, I only got Billy Bolt interview. 
I couldn't find Tristan. I couldn't find Manny. Red Bull had them doing something afterwards until well, late. And I was going to say that we just kind of gave up on getting interviews because it's like, leave those guys alone. I mean, I ended up yeah. – I talked to Wade Young for a while. I talked to Cody Webb for a while. I talked to Mitch Carvel for a while. Um, I, I just wasn't interested in interviewing them because they've been interviewed so many times. Yeah, there, there was – I mean, I guess with the bigger stage comes a lot more media, which is great. I no, mean, normally, we're the only ones doing interviews. Yeah, normally, we're the only ones running around, but uh, – no, it was awesome to see those guys, see the factory support, see as many people came out. Thank you for everyone that bought shirts. Yeah, um, and, that, and I that's told awesome. Will, I totally blanked and didn't ask Billy Bolt or any of those guys for their jerseys. I thought it would made a heck of a giveaway thinking back on it. I know, and I wish, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. We should have got an American Art Enduro shirt signed by all those guys and given yeah. it away, but whatever. I know, I, I would have loved to have done something. Send us a picture with you and your American Hard Enduro shirt for a chance to win the jersey. Okay, so one of my favorite moments, possibly my favorite moment of the weekend, I was up near the Enduro Cross Track after the awards, and the head of the FIM, do you know his name? I do not, but I know who you're talking about. Tall, blonde. Yeah, I'm always wearing a white shirt. Gray-headed, blonde-headed dude. Has way more hair than me. He comes up to me, and he, he, he grabs me by the shoulder, and he says, I bought one of your shirts. And I was like, okay, awesome. And he's like, I insisted on paying. Um, cause my wife was trying to give it to him. He was like, no, I insisted on paying. He's like, I love what you guys are doing. Um, he's like, the scene here is amazing. He had nothing but glowing things to say about TKO and the whole American hard Duro scene. I say that with, you know, quotations, Quotes, yeah. but, um, super cool to get some positive comments from that guy. Um, well, and it was, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, and that, that's, I mean, the whole goal of American Art Neuro is to grow the sport. And I'm not going to take say we have any credit in how much TKO's grown, but we've got an AMA points paying series now, which was the goal. Um, a regional championship this year, which is the goal. Maybe a national championship. We don't know what's coming Hopefully next year. Hopefully in the near future. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's awesome. We've we got a lot more good races. I think um, Josh helping with TKO helped. Uh, so, Josh Shecker was down there for a week helping Eric Bernard, helping Sean Finley. And thank you to those guys. Thank you to Red Bull. And, and Eric Kudla does a lot. I yep, mean, yep. he was on the mic. He was the giving out awards. Time. He he does a great job. Yeah, so it was a team effort. Um, but no, it was awesome. I'm bummed. I mean, like I said, I had we did Valley Goats. <laughs> it's, a, it's bittersweet for me. Yeah, well, I had a week off work, and now TKO's over, and it's like, oh, the letdown is hard right now. Yeah. And I mean, well, we, don't have, we have two more SEER races, which I yeah. honestly was thinking the whole time I was riding TKO. Like, that sea race we did there, the cliffhanger, it yeah. had all fresh single track. I can't wait for the cliffhanger sea yeah. race. September 25th. So I'm going to miss Saddleback, which is September 4th, unfortunately. Looks I, like I'm missing it as well. You're missing it? Or are you missing it? Oh, man. Life. 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 Got to do some family stuff, which I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I've got a wedding. Um, but now I'm looking forward to TTC, the SEER finale. Cody Webb showed up last year. Jordan Ashford showed up last year. Um, I'm sure Ryder's going to be there this year. Yep. Um, Nick Quinn, yeah, all those guys. So man, it's been it's been a fun year. I can't believe it's over and it's August 18th. I'm bummed. Well, and, and we got Enduro Cross, so I'm sure we'll talk about Enduro Cross. We'll have some Enduro Cross podcast possibly. Yeah, we can recap in a little bit. Maybe maybe we can get some interviews with the guys, see what happens. But unfortunately, I mean, it's not really our thing, and most of them are from Amarillo, Texas, east. Oh wait, west, other west. direction. So we will not be attending any. Unfortunately, this could be a bummer. Like we've been hanging out with. You know, seeing the Delulos, seeing I, I've been having fun hanging out with Will Reardon's dad, Paul. The Davises. Just, yeah, the Davises. Like, it's just, oh man, it's bummed. You know, we're not going to see everyone for a while. Yeah, that's all right, though. Um, it should be the easiest bike cleanup ever following TKO. I mean, uh, leaf blower? 
Yeah, well, I had, so I let the Red Bull guys and Eric Bernard borrow my other bike for the week. They put like three or four hours on it. I was getting ready to unload it. I had the trailer open. There's not a speck of mud on the thing. Like, it's clean. I think Did I they clean it? No, I don't think they cleaned it. Like, That's every funny. time I saw it through the weekend, it looked good. Nice. So, but no, it was a fun weekend, guys. Thank you for everyone who bought a shirt, supports us. You listen to this. Heck yeah. Give, give us a comment on uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, give us a review, hopefully a five-star review, if yeah, you like and, it. And again, I know we always say this, but if there's anything you guys want us to do more of or, you know, interviews, long-form interviews, um, you know, once things slow down in the winter, you know, we will have some time on our hands. We can figure something out. Yeah, it's going to take me a minute to get bored, but it will eventually happen. Oh, man. I've got a rental house that's destroyed, so I'm I'm going to be busy for a while. <laughs> All right. Well, that was awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed TKO, Battle of the Goats, the whole AMA Extreme Series. The AMA Grand National Championship, Red Bull TKO, Hard Enduro. All that. Thank you guys for Kenda. listening. Kenda. I mean, oh, we like Kenda was there. Yeah. Well, I was surprised at how much Kenda's always been the, the title sponsor of TKO. I mean, they had one Kenda banner, but it was nowhere in any of the, a lot of the logo and branding I saw. They had new shirts this year, new logo this year, which was cool. Yeah, Moose. So, they do a big yeah, part. Moose, absolutely. So, um, all right, I think that's it. I'm good. Thanks for listening. All right, see you on the trail.